0: right into this one, and, uh... (laughs) Do what we have to say about this one.
1: This would be... This is gonna be a great segue (laughs) into my question for you. But let's... But we'll talk about... Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers first. Um... I didn't... I wasn't watching the game yet, because I was, um... I was was watching TV with the wife. So, but I was texting you. And... (laughs) I think you text me like he's already hurt or something like that, and I was like, "No fucking way!" Yeah, <laughs> I'm like no was- way. Yeah. This is too good to be true. Uh, a little little backstory: we had our fantasy football draft last week, and for almost like the entire summer, I was like kind of going back and forth because I've had Aaron Rodgers for like the last three years, three or four seasons as like one of my franchise guys. But I decided and he's
0: not. Been good. He's been real good. He. Ha-
1: Last year, yeah, last year he, last year he finally started to show like the age, and he wasn't that good. But the three years prior, I think he won MVP two out of the three of them. So I kind of yeah. did good. But I decided this year not to franchise him because one, he's on the Jets, and two, he's on the Jets. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so I was like, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's gonna be a good year, and I didn't tag him. And uh, so it was actually, it was, I was double-joyed by what happened. I don't like seeing anybody in football get hurt. That sucks. It's just that it happened within three plays.
0: Yes. No, I think it was four plays. It was a four and out.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, excuse me. Four plays.
0: But I think, it, I think one of the plays, there was a penalty, so. Hmm. But, yeah, I, I was watching, and as soon as he went down, I said, oh, boy, this isn't good. <laughs> This is this is not good. And when he took a minute to get there. I'm like, and I could, and then he had two trainers. Hold normally, like, I'll hand it to the guy. I, let me let me rephrase this. I'll hand it to the guy. He's got he has got a, obviously a high tolerance for pain. But when I saw him walk off the uh, the field with like the way he was kind of doing it, and then it went to like a player to it might have went to commercial break i can't remember but as soon as they as soon as they started talking they go and they're bringing out the cart and i said oh he's mm. i said this is going to be a major one
1: see and, that's when i tuned in i tuned in when they were showing the tent he was in the tent so right away i'm like not a good sign and then i saw the cart come out and i was i'm out here having a cigar just giggling
0: <laughs> yeah and When they said his ankle, I'm like, it doesn't look broken. He's putting a lot of weight on it. And when they said it was, uh, I guess, like, around halftime or maybe even before that, they were like, yeah, it looks like it's an Achilles. And Mm -hmm. that is just it.
1: Out of everything, guess, that's the worst he could have had. Yeah, that, has
0: gotta be, uh, that is, like, the one thing I fear of. Like, I've broken a lot of bones. I'll break a bone. It doesn't matter. Like, that, it, it hurts for, like, a day or two. And then it's just the pain in the ass of having the cast. Right. But, like, an Achilles, that is, uh, that is like, the thing I don't want. That and, like, a catheter.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I... I yeah,
0: you could sign me up for the proctologist every day, I, but a fucking Achilles, uh, uh-uh.
1: uh. Because oh. you originally said they're thinking it's a high ankle sprain, so I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. he'll be he'll definitely be back some point this season, and then there's rumblings of his Achilles, and I'm like, uh, that's not that might be career <laughs> He might not be back ever. So
0: it, it technically might. I mean, players have come back from it. it. It seems more so like a lot of running backs. I guess they realize- It is a
1: running back injury.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, are the chances of him coming back there? Yes, he is, you know, a premier athlete. But I think the thing that's going to fuck him is his age.
1: That's what I was saying to it. It's if he was 31, absolutely come back, but he's going to be 40 I think by the time next season starts, right?
0: Yeah. Um this is, a, this is a year rehab at this least. Like
1: yeah, like I mean, he might even I mean, he got injured so early. <laughs> so fucking early like he could probably come back for week one but it's like iffy I think like yeah he might not play the first two games of next season like that's how bad this is
0: I think uh, if, I mean I it, just think it's I think it's uh I don't want to say it's hilarious because let's put it this way if it wasn't the Jets if this was any team it would be hilarious and Jets fans would be laughing there if this was on the Giants say Jets fans would be laughing their balls of
1: off. course of course, right, and I'm know, like, sure... You
0: had, you th- had hard knocks, mm-hmm. you had all this, you know... They the hype, yeah,
1: the hype was they, unreal. The
0: hype of... I mean, they, they were saying Super Bowl champs.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. They were, Super Bowl <laughs> they were, <champs. laughs> they were favorites.
0: And now, oh boy. There imagine were, being <laughs> like, imagine you're just a Jets fan. Just say you're a Jets fan, and... Every year, you just say, you know, what? I'm going to take a hundred dollars. I have a hundred dollars. I'm just going to burn because literally, that's what you do. Imagine you said, I'm going to put a hundred dollars, like, and this is at the end of last season, like, because you can start doing future bets.
1: Oh yeah, and I, I've done that before. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and imagine, like, the day after Super Bowl, your tradition is, I'm going to put $100 on the Jets. So you put it on there, and then all of a sudden, you start hearing the rumblings, and then you you see the trade that he wants to do, and that one of his teams is the Jets. Then they accept the trade. Then they get all these players. You you know, you sign from the beginning of the thing till two weeks before the season with Dalvin Cook. You sign all these players, and everyone's sitting there, and you're you're looking at your your $100 that could have won you, like, $50,000, Fifty thousand dollars because probably the odds were so bad, mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there fucking yanking it every day. You're just like, "Oh yeah, here we go, here we go," and then at, on the fourth play, you're like, you, you right at the beginning of the game, you're jerking off, going, "I'm gonna win, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win millions," and he gets hurt on that fourth play. You probably didn't even get to blow your load yet. Yeah, and it's that it's got to be hilarious.
1: The the, the it, it's just so because in typical Jets fashion, they get a quarterback and they friggin' talk about it from the from the time it happens until the first week of the year. It's all... This is all I heard about all summer. is Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. then you're right. Hard Knocks came on about the Jets. So for him to go out, not only in the first game, in the first set, <laughs> he didn't yeah, even first get a fir- series, He didn't even get a first... Done. down. He didn't even get a completion. Right? Well,
0: yeah, he got they, nothing. They got a first down. They got a first down. But they didn't get a... And it was a running play, so... Yeah, it wasn't him. It was... And if he is... Say he is retired. Like, this is what sucks. This is where, like, I hate... Like, sports where... I mean, Grant, you have to count it because it's a statistic. But, like, he played his entire career for the Packers. Won, what, like, three MVPs, four MVPs? Three, I believe, yeah. You know, he had all these things, like fourth on the all-time passing list, this and that. And then it's going to say Jets, one year, stats from them, 0 for 1, four plays. Like, mm-hmm. It's just, it, I, I hate that, seeing that. It, but then I, then I also chuckled because
1: it is just such a, it's so right on par with everything. It really yeah. is Jets luck. Mm-hmm. The weird part is, and I was thinking about, like, because I've had him for in fantasy, not last year, but a couple years prior to that, he always got hurt in the first game. Because I would would panic Because I remember a couple years ago It was his thumb He hurt his thumb And another one was He hurt his toe Like there were like These minor injuries But enough to the point Where like I'm like shit He might be out for like a month And I'm fucked Because he's my guy So when you first said he's hurt I was kind of like I was like You know no way But I'm like Yeah it's probably something Like ridiculous Like he'll be back in By like next week But no (laughs) No no
0: and now that now the worst part is the Jets have to rely on a quarterback that they I don't understand they they have to keep him because he's like the second overall pick but like and granted he could be a good quarterback he really
1: they did he win came. they did win the game
0: they did win the so, game yes against the Bills good uh, team was, well the the defense won on that game
1: well yeah their defense. That
0: and Josh Allen won on the game. Yeah. Josh Allen played like shit. He he hurt me in fantasy. I'm on one of my oh, do games. you? But we'll get to fantasy in a minute. Yeah. But it, it, Wilson isn't a bad quarterback. I just think if he was maybe not on the Jets and all the things that come with it. Mm-hmm.
2: You, know, mm-hmm. you
0: know, being working in the city or you know be, being in a metropolitan area, I should say, for news coverage, um, the bright lights. Uh, the fan base the playing in front of that huge type of stadium if he went to maybe some other team he might be a great quarterback mm-hmm. you know if he went to Carolina you know not a major metropolitan city you know not a
2: football place it's more college sports that would have been like maybe a perfect fit for him but now that he's there oh boy mm.
0: and then all the debacle with you know the last, last year and how you know he acted in this, this is this has got to be a nightmare for Jets fans that were Oh my God! So, yeah. So, hell bent on getting that that second ring, but
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's gonna happen this year. I, I mean, I, I and imagine if they end up winning it all. I mean, what do you? What would they do? Would they bring? Well, that's out? what. You, yeah. It's almost like well, what, what happened. When, <laughs> it's 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 the ninety giants. And the Eagles. It happened with the Eagles, too. Main starter gets hurt. bringing the backup. Backup wins the Super Bowl. What the fuck do you do the next season? Do you start the guy you've kind of had the last five years? Or the guy who just brought you to the Super Bowl? It's its a predicament. Oh,
2: absolutely.
1: It won't you know, happen.
2: The <laughs> greatest
0: Giants
1: quarterback. It was. It, it really introduced the world to him. Good old Jeff Hostetler. And, and for anyone wondering, they ended up starting him. The next season, and I think by the second game, he they put Sims back in. <laughs> so, you know, case I, I never
0: liked Sims. I, I don't.
1: He is Sims still announcing?
0: Yeah, he does uh, CBS,
1: the CBS, uh, right?
0: Pregame for the CBS. Okay,
1: but he doesn't do the games anymore.
0: Yeah, I just, I, I. When he's on there, he's just so like, I, I don't know what it is. He's like the whitest white guy out
1: there. Yeah, that's actually a good way of putting it. Yeah, he's all right. I mean, I just I, I, I always thought Sims was okay. Um, I hate him as announcer. Just mm-hmm. you're right. It was just very like
0: blah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he makes uh, Mister Rogers look like a
1: gangster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: What? I guess moving off from
1: the injuries. Well, I ca- I kind of wanted to bring something oh, up you to you. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, what would you? what do you think is the funniest thing that ever happened in the universe? I'm Jesus. <laughs> it could be Aaron Rodgers. But I was thinking, and this it. I was uh I was in a, um a good state of mind last week, because I was going to bring this up last week on the show. And I'm thinking, you know, when the first person slipped on a banana peel, people must have pissed their pants laughing so hard that they might have died too.
2: <laughs> you know? <laughs> Think about that. But that's what's
0: funny though. Like, okay, let's say that. Like, we have cavemen, one of them slips on a banana peel. But do you laugh? But that That's it's like... Right? That's the whole thing. What makes... What makes something funny?
1: Like, and the the, like the, the what, cave...
0: what inside of you sits there and says, You know what? That's what brought me pleasure.
1: Right. So and what was, was the first laugh? What was the first ever laugh? Was it a caveman? Like, some asshole... Some asshole other caveman got eaten by a, a woolly, woolly mammoth and he's like, Huh. Fuck him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a great question because again like was a laugh always a laugh or was maybe because like, people say that when you have a, like when, like people we know like let's put it this way when uh, when I go to a, a dead bot you know and it could be something you know from freshly dead to weeks later I'm gonna be cracking jokes and I laugh. It's a coping mechanism, if you mm-hmm, will. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you think maybe that first caveman that saw something maybe traumatic laughed as a coping mechanism, and then realized that felt good, and then he, when he saw something that he liked, he'd, like this is a this is a great question. This one is like deep thinking.
1: It is. because you're right, but, and like you said, like what would bring you to let, like how would you know that's what something's funny or not? So I got to imagine, like. I think, in my opinion, the first time someone laughed was when someone fell down.
0: Someone eh. fell down, or I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with this one. Remember, these are cavemen. They mm-hmm. probably were farting.
1: The fart. The first ever of fart. Course, I, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> what would happen first? Like, well, I guess maybe a toddler falling. That that's pretty funny. But, I'm, like, talking about, like, I'm talking about like.
1: I'm talking about like. He, like, just falls and just keeps rolling down the hill. and (laughs) just keeps rolling and rolling. (laughs) Like, that...
0: Or he, like, kicked a rock. Or, like, dropped a rock on his foot. Mm -hmm. I can see that.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: You know, remember, these are, you know... Or, like, someone threw a rock and someone hit him in the head.
1: But that's what... You know,
0: they're like...
1: But that's what I mean. Like, some... These things... Like, slip on a band appeal. That's, like, the oldest, like, thing in the book. But... that the first time that happened, that, that originated from something, you know, like somewhere in time, there is a guy who is long dead, or a girl, or whoever, that was the first person to slip on a banana peel.
0: Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm, I don't think I don't think it's someone falling down. Okay. My silver medal for this. I falling down would be my my bronze. My silver would be a, um, a fort. Okay. But I think my gold medal would be, it would actually, (sighs) this is a chicken or the egg type of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Would it be a baby laughing? Because babies, like, babies don't know what's funny. Mm. Like, you have a daughter, when she was a baby, she didn't know what was funny, but she just laughed.
1: Right, yeah.
0: So do you think it was a baby laughing, or Hmm. making a sound of a laugh that made the... Mom or
1: dad, caveman you laugh. Man, you're spot on. This is really like a chicken or the egg kind of thing. What came yeah, first, the baby? The, the, baby the baby laugh.
0: Laughing first because of
1: yeah, what
0: they perceived as funny. It could be you know their, their dad's face, a, a, a leaf blowing. They could have laughed at that. Is that the is that the chicken or is that the egg? Yeah.
1: You really took my question to a whole other level. Because now I'm like, huh. That's a very good point.
0: Huh. You know, we, we, we need to find someone stoned and ask them that question. Their mind will be fucking blown.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good question. I like that. <laughs> All right, well, let's... Um, yeah,
0: that's a, that, I like that question. That was, that, was a, that was a deep one.
1: I was thinking about it last week. I'm like, I wonder what... Oh, because I was watching something, and I was and I was laughing. I'm just like, this is pretty funny. But I'm like, is it the funniest thing ever? <laughs> I'm like, I was really, yeah. I was, I was out of it, and, uh, because then I started thinking, I'm like, what, what was the first thing people laughed at, I'm like, and I'm thinking I'm slipping on a banana peel, but I'm like, it had to come before that, so that's, uh, that's why I, uh, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta talk to Tom about this. But
0: Man. even that, like, the question you proposed, or said about the, the banana, like, think about it, why would, why were there all these banana peels on the ground? And how many people have to have done it? Because think about it. Say we're in, we're in a, a place where they grow bananas. Panama. I don't know. I'm, I'm picking up a tropical place. Mm-hmm. And obviously it didn't happen in the Northeast. But in, in Panama, a guy slips on a banana peel. How did that spread throughout the world as being funny? Or were there so many fucking banana peels out there that all these people are slipping? And, and it just it, it grew, but very small almost like you either have word of mouth or you have just an abundance of seeing it
1: right uh, like, and who
0: would say like, like like I go to you like you've never heard of this before and I'm like yeah someone slipped on a banana peel like <laughs> could you picture it like wow this is a fucking deep question it is it is
1: well we could pretty much spend all episode talking about this but let's go back to what you were talking about
0: yeah we had our draft.
1: We did. Whoa, That windy. We did uh, have our draft.
0: I missed last year's draft.
1: I also missed last year's draft. I was sick.
0: Yes, I missed it because of uh, a work-related thing that pissed me off. Um, but we, I came back. I ended up tying, I think, or losing in the championship. It was it was it was weird circumstances because I think of the uh, Buffalo game.
1: That's what happened. They and they ended up not playing the game. I think so it really threw uh, the championship game into disarray so i think you guys just like agreed to split it and you did uh, like a rock paper scissors type of whoever got whoever would be like the last draft pick and he, so he yeah. he got that in my mind yeah, you guys both won so like, i don't think uh, there's yeah. a winner or a loser here i mean you know
0: but i had so i had the uh, 11th pick i believe in the draft and you had what like 8 or 9 8. No, I had eight. Okay. Uh, I thought our draft was really uh, interesting
2: yeah and I mean there were certain
0: players that were getting picked early and I go with a very uh, run heavy type of uh, playbook going into this because it's a snake draft and it's kind of everyone's picking the best players it's a little harder to um, I think plan that out as opposed to
2: an auction draft because that's what my other league is—an auction draft. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of pick who you want based off of your money situation, right?
0: But with the draft, I always try to go
2: running back heavy. And
0: yeah, my first few picks were running backs, mm-hmm. so I was happy with that. Um, and then I slowly filled in everything. I think I have a pretty good team. Uh, what about you?
1: Mm. I'm I'm the same as you, like, and I'm and I'm just um. I guess I've grown used to how drafts used to work because it used to be very running back heavy. Whereas, uh, if you didn't franchise a good guy and you were picking somewhat deep, you weren't getting a good running back because they were just flying off the shelves. In terms of running backs, I think I'm, I think I'm up there um, just because I franchised two of the two starting ones last year. Two, two good starting ones. Um, my wide receivers are shit. It showed in this past week where one scored zero points and had only one pass thrown to him that he missed, and the other one scored I think point eighty. <laughs> um, I still won. I won by a point by the skin of my teeth.
0: Hey, a win is a win.
1: A win is a win. Yeah, but it wasn't. A, I like to dominate them. You know. I like to dominate and just, just show that uh, I'm the alpha.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I get that. I, I, I like to dominate but... I'm only joking.
1: Like <laughs> I'm <laughs> only joking.
0: <laughs> I'm, uh... I don't care if it's by half a point or 100 points. I, I just, uh... I just want to get the W. Of course. And I came back to this league, I think, what, three years ago, four years ago?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And... I think I've been in the the championship m- most of the the seasons.
1: You're always you're always in there. I feel like it's always the same people, more or less. Um, I always like I and I was telling you last week like I always do okay. I don't think I've ever finished dead last ever. I think I've either always just missed the playoffs or I'm in the playoffs. I'm always able to secure a spot. Um, but I get eliminated so fucking early. I, I don't think I've ever made it past, I think one year, that might have been baseball, I'm thinking about it. One year I was in the championship. But I'm, in football, like it's always the first or second week I'm knocked out. So my draft picks are always like, it's either in the middle or I'm like at the lower end. So I just always keep repeating the same thing every year. I'm, I end up in the same spot because I just, I don't know. I, I think I just don't know how to draft.
0: Now, do you like uh, read any articles on it? Do you listen to podcasts? What is your what is your uh, strategy for
1: this? Um, I don't listen to podcasts. I do read articles a lot, um, especially in the like when preseason begins, because I like, can get a better feel. Because if you read and like anything can change, like they could say some guy that might be the starter in June and in August, like he's second string now. So, I usually start like around like mid august I'll start doing a little bit of research. Um, and I'll look at the draft board and I'll go, okay, obviously the first five, if I'm picking eight, first five guys are not gonna fall to me. So I eliminate them. I'll, I'll glance at maybe some guy who might have a shot, but for the most part, I just I leave that alone. And I just kind of go to that middle tier. Um, and I just kind of read up on them. I read, like I look at the depth charts. I look who else is like especially with wide receivers, like who else is a wide receiver on the team? What team did that team get anybody that could take away passes from? like I made it a point this year every year for like the last several seasons, I either draft Mike Evans or Chris Godwin every single time because it's if one's gone, the other one's just as good as the other one. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. They both. They're, they're a very close one too.
1: They really are. Like if one guy left, then the other one's clear number one. <clears throat> um, so I made it the point I'm not going to draft either one of them. That was the first because I just feel like whenever I draft one, the other one does well. And my guy does. Like Mike Evans, I had Mike Evans last year. He did okay, but then he went like seven weeks without a touchdown. Um, and Chris Godwin was getting a lot of the, a lot of the uh, passes thrown to him. So I, I made it a point to steer away from those guys. Um, so that's that's kind of what I really do. I just kind of I really pay like I really kind of just um, pay attention the first two rounds. Like I worry about that, and then after that, I'm like on the fly.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, I I mainly look for uh, like bell cow backs. I, I like, like I said, I like my my bell cow backs. Um, I usually don't worry about a quarterback because yeah. unless you get like the top three it's really at that point after that it's just you're breaking it, It's they're so far ahead that anyone below them it's just going to kind of be like your system yeah so i kind of i don't do that in the last few years i actually have done a uh, a streamer thing with them so usually my draft is it's running back and wide receiver and I think uh, two years ago, my last draft, I my last like four picks were a quarterback, a tight end, a defense, and a kicker. Like they were my like last four. Like I didn't, I didn't even go with it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I, I won the championship, or I was in the championship the one year, and then I won, I won it with the asterisk last year. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I play that. But uh, yeah, I mean, some of these guys, the and with us. I think, again, I'm not speaking for everyone, but I think with our league, and I, I don't know how true this is with every other league, but it seems like everyone just goes off of who's the pretty much the next best player within 10. There's mm-hmm. no one that's really trying to pick up a like a sleeper out there. Nothing like that.
1: I um, I try to do that a little bit. Um, like, I... I, I I wouldn't pick the guy at the top, um, depending on who it is. Um, yeah. But I tried going. I tried making my squad a little younger, um, in case they do good. I could tag them, and they won't be that much money because I get them so deep, you know. Um, yeah. And I could have them for a good good amount of years. If you know, but I, know, I guess we'll see what happens. But that's I, I tried doing a little bit of that this year.
0: Yeah, I went I went, uh, I went. a little older than I normally do. But, again, I just I wanted those running backs. Mm-hmm. There's a few of them that are getting up there in age, and that, that's kind of my thing. So I, I think overall I had a pretty good draft. Uh, I won my first game, so I'm up there. And then my other league is just – that's an auction draft, and that is just – that's a complete crapshoot. You have no clue where it could go. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had one guy, he picked up uh, – um, I think, uh, the running back, um, from Atlanta.
1: Oh, the new uh, guy, the new Bijon, kid. Yeah. Bijon, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Kid. And he spent pretty much all of his money on it. Like, he picked all of it, and then he had to pick dollar players after that.
2: <laughs>
0: like, it was like $254 or $244 wow. out of 250 you get, so. Huh. But, yeah, Jesus. That one's a kind of a shoot but it, it's weird. Like, you listening to podcasts that i listen to like they talk about like all these trades that happen and pickups and you know people are dropping and like especially with this league like no one really picks up and drops pretty much they only do it when there's like buys like these guys draft their team and they they keep it it's it feels that's
1: um that's not necessarily true i think i had like the second most drop ads last year um because i was i think i like
0: i think i like crippled everyone you had a lot
1: yeah. um But, uh, I, um, no, I usually do, like, every week, I'm looking, because, not so much the first, like, even this week, I, I actually picked up somebody today, um, but, uh, the first week's hard to judge, because someone could have a shit first game, but then the rest of you, they just, they go off. Yeah. So, it's hard to really gauge what's gonna happen going into the second week, but once you get to, like, the third or fourth, that that's when it kind of, like, really picks up, and you can kind of get a feel of who's... All right, this guy is... Nothing's going to happen with him. I'll, I'll drop him. So, but I, I think that's not true. I think there are some people who don't, but I am definitely not one of them. So this new rule we have really hindered that. Um, yeah, and I hate this rule. I, this might be one of the biggest
0: rule-hate uh, things that
1: I hate. I, I also most. hate it. I think you should get one... Move a week for free. I I, I don't mind the paying thing when it comes to certain people, because some people go nuts. Um, I think your first thing should be for free, but if you do any additional ones after that, then it's like fifty cents. You know, like a a dollar is a little steep because if you do like thirty, it's thirty bucks. (laughs) You you know, so it's. I'm not a fan. I think I voted no. Um,
0: I definitely voted no. Yeah. I mean, I think I had, I think I had at least 120 moves last year.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> I,
0: I had a lot. So think about it. I'm going to be spending more money on my moves than I am for the entrance to the lead.
1: Hmm. All right. But the way I do, on the flip side, what I do kind of sort of like about it is that you really now it makes you like kind of second guess: should I do this move? This is a dollar now, so it's like, and it, it definitely. I I went to go pick up two guys today. I'm like, I don't really want to spend another dollar, <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't really do it, and it wasn't a move. I was really like, I was I was really contemplating dropping uh, Beckham. Um, but uh, I didn't. I'm like, you know, like he could go off, and he could have like a great next couple of games, and then I drop him, and the next thing you know, like someone else has him. But um, I digress. But
0: I, I, I just don't like it because even this. I, I now what is the rule? You put a dollar in and you win that money for the week.
1: No, it's at the end of the year. It's a pot, it goes into a pot. So that whoever gets the most points gets like 75% of it, and whoever gets which makes no sense. Whoever gets the least amount of points gets 25%. I think it should be the second place should get the 25%. I don't know why. Either
0: that or it's all or nothing.
1: That too. Um, because why would, like, why should the last place guy get a kickback?
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I. I,
1: I it I should be. Like what it should be is whoever. Whoever uh, does the least amount gets the 25%. You know? Uh, like, really fuck with no, it. No,
0: I think it should be this. I think it should be 50 50. Whoever scores the most points gets it and then who every week you have the highest scorer
2: mm-hmm.
0: like so say three three weeks you were the highest scorer in the league and for four weeks i was the highest scorer for that individual week like week two i scored the most points out of everyone yeah do a cumulative ad, or do an add of that of how many each one got and then they get the other half
1: yeah but then what if someone doesn't really what if there's not a lot of moves that week then you get shit
0: that, that doesn't matter. That's just the cumulative problem. Yeah, I'm I, saying for the winnings.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I said no to this rule, too, but, again, we got we got passed over. <laughs> but whatever.
0: Yeah, so I, that and I, I don't like the new rule of going to Atlantic City to uh, draft.
1: I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah. I have a hard enough time finding any amount of time to get out and actually do things.
1: I mean, really. Uh, Me, too.
2: Me, too.
0: And... It's just it's it, I, I can't one you know that if they go to Atlantic City they're gonna want to stay at like you know the Borgata and I I just I can't.
1: Well, I think it was uh, reversed. Now they're gonna do um, the place up uh, upstate, um, the new the new casino. What's it called?
0: Oh, Resorts World.
1: Resorts. They're gonna do that instead. I'm still not gonna do that. I'm not driving two hours to the draft. Yeah. Yeah, you know, especially during the, like during the I'm week. That's hard. Up. That's hard for me to do. Yeah.
0: But. But, at fantasy football is in full swing, and I, I've actually
2: started to watch football again. Good. I, I noticed. Yes, it's
0: it's it's been a while. It's it's still an adjustment to do it, but I, I'm kind of jumping full full head of steam into this. So. I figure, why not?
1: Yeah. Why not? But,
0: I guess we can say that if maybe fantasy football wasn't as popular, do you think people would care as much? About football? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
0: But you don't, like, because this is my theory on it. There's got, like, my job has a league, and they have a team, like they have a, a league, excuse me, I lost my train of thought there for a second, but like a guy who didn't even, knows nothing about football supposedly won last year. Like, hmm. so do you think that the people that don't know anything about football, they just make a team and are more engaged in it than that, than just say the average fan? I, uh, more fans
1: I think they have someone help them. Hmm. That's why I think, because I mean, you you, girl. I mean, this we don't have any, but there are some leagues that girls are in who know probably nothing. Odds are their boyfriend's helping them. (laughs) You know.
0: Well, I could see that to kind of have two teams in the league then.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like outs. Like maybe he's not. Maybe it's a work thing, like you said. And this guy's not part of it. He's and and she's like, babe, I need help. (gasps) Who do I start? Mm. Oh, drop this guy, pick him up, like... That's why I think... I, didn't... Someone's son was in the league once. Do you remember that?
0: JD's son.
1: Yes. Yeah. And that
0: was baseball.
1: Yes, and there was, like, shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> our, our leagues are always shenanigan-filled.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing I don't like, is uh, the shenanigans play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess maybe people would say I did that last year, but... it. I don't think it was shenanigans. I think it was more anger and frustration.
1: You talking about the trade? The trade heard around the world?
0: Well, yeah, that, that was one of them. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was. But I think I had a valid excuse. No, you did. I, I
1: uh, no, I don't think you really. I'm, shenanigans is like certain like someone trading like two shit players for a really good player. You know, that's, like, shenanigans. And you and these two people are, like, you know they're in cahoots. Like, they, they you know, they work together or they're friends or whatnot. So, it's just always
0: shenanigans. See, I, you know, you just made me think of something. I think that maybe we should try this next year. Set up a survivor-type uh, thing or, like, a real-world challenge-type thing where you have, you have, everyone has their own team, but then there's, clicks within those and they can trade in between there so say if like me and you are a click and Mm -hmm. we're going against uh say triple d and uh big papa and i know that you're playing you need a quarterback because you're on a buy i trade you one of my good quarterbacks (laughs) that's not on a like to, to see what group could win it would almost it'd be a fun uh like social experiment i guess you could say
1: okay okay
0: I don't think it could be a, a lasting thing, but who knows? And just, like, you know, call it the shenanigans, league. Like any, like, any wacky trades, any, you know...
1: It's just a free-for-all? Yeah. Okay.
0: Any shenanigans you could think, you just put it out there.
1: Nice. I like that.
0: I wouldn't mind doing that.
1: Okay. But Now, uh, now you see, I, we're, I we're, we're, we're already at 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I guess if we're going to talk about shenanigans, uh, this is a good one. There is a... Uh, a virginia democrat her okay. name is susanna gibson and she's in some uh i don't want to say hot water but uh maybe a hot take if you will apparently uh she was found and we I, I haven't heard who leaked the information yet but i guess she was on one of these uh like webcam sites i don't know if it's like an OnlyFans or something else but she sat there and she was doing a sex tape for tips with her husband. And I guess it got brought out, and now like there, there's a this whole big hoopla about it. Ooh. I just you know, and they talk about you know, oh, it's Dirty Pool doing this, and and I I just think it's hilarious because if this was a Republican, they would be getting destroyed right now. Moral, ethics, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. they be it, it would be it would be front page news, and it could be for fucking dog catcher. They'd be bitching about it, but this you don't hear anything about it.
1: Yeah, I didn't hear anything about
2: it.
0: Yeah, It's just ridiculous that, that Shenanigans like that can happen And you know she's And now this woman's crying like You know oh it's dirty politics You shouldn't bring my private life into it Lady we didn't bring your private life into it You exposed it literally for anyone who was paying You know
1: True I don't see that being I mean it's with her husband Yeah I think the bigger scandal would be If it wasn't her husband You know
0: Oh yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't think it's a scandal per se, but I think it just shows the hypocrisy more.
1: No, you're right. You and you are right. If if this was a Republican, what do you say? She's is she a can? uh, What is she a candidate?
0: Candidate for uh, state legislature. State legislature. Is
1: she is she good looking?
0: She's young. Yeah. Got That's not, a the, not, of a, not the
1: question. Of a witch's nose, the, but, qu- the witch's nose. The witch's nose?
0: But I guess... I, I think they said she might have been, like, a registered nurse, too, before this or something. Mm. So, like... I get where you're, uh... You know, you're... I'd be more concerned about my job if I was in a situation like this. Like, oh, I of wouldn't want. Yeah. But, again, you did this while running for public office. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, mm. I mean... The, if there's any... Uh, what I've noticed is, and it doesn't matter. And working where I work, the small—I mean, this is a village. This is a a, a one-mile-square village with four thousand people in it, and the the dirty politics that are played then is just ridiculous. I wouldn't like. To me, I if you want a politician, like they should be grooming them from children, right? So like, they don't do anything. Like, there's no like them underage sex. There's no pot smoking. There's no, you know, after school or after football game drinking party, like nothing. Like you almost have to keep them in like a bubble so that there's no history behind it. Mm. Like they go, they go to like a private college with like just the just the uh, professor. Like you, you can't because anything now is going to get exposed. Correct. OK, I just I, I think it's just I think it's just hilarious, though, with the fact that it, the hypocrisy in it. Not the not the story itself, but just
1: the hypocrisy. Oh yeah, well, but. yeah. <laughs> you're correct. I, I have nothing really to ask. So you're right. Everything you said was right.
0: So that that was one thing. I just I looked at it and I just kind of just shook my head. But this this was another one. Um, now it's on a few uh, things, but. One of the main people to report on this was uh, MSNBC, a beacon of just uh, you know good wholesome values. Oh, the, yeah, of course. But they were they were praising a uh, trans now hear me out a trans sorority member for uh, who was accused of peeping threatening behavior as a very brave woman. What a crock of shit!
1: So hold on, trans woman. She's, mm-hmm. So she's a man Now she's a woman mm-hmm. And she's peeping on who?
0: What was that?
1: Who's she peeping?
0: She's praised, she was being praised by MSNBC For being brave For what? Um, I, I guess for being a sorority sister they, um, It happened well, Let me give you a back story. But
1: she got arrested the Kappa
0: Kappa Gamma sorority last October um, I guess they're praising her for being a Here it is Is a student who made history last fall As the first openly transgender woman to join a sorority um, Being the first is, can be incredibly hard And this is, case is no exception So that's what the uh, thing said The uh, MSNBC But I guess uh, that some of the There's an, a lawsuit that came out of it And it said that uh, Langford the, the shim um, has been watching the female members of the sorority house and, and <laughs> while doing this had a visible erection he uh, repeatedly asked questions about um, what their vaginas looked like and their breast cup size Ooh. and you could see that on other occasions the sorority sister said uh, the shim became sexually aroused looking at a girl with her shirt without a shirt on <laughs> now I have a question
1: I yeah. have a question is this really a trans or is this like a just one of the guys kind of situation? <laughs> like, oh no, hi guys, no. it's me. <laughs> Oof. Uh, oh yeah. my
2: God.
1: <laughs> you know, I see, hold, on, hold on. I see someone like that and I think to myself, okay. Maybe they feel a certain way and they, they think, oh, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a boy, I'm a girl and all that nonsense. But do they think they're actually gonna get better looking by tr- by changing genders? I mean, that's a woof.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that, that's an ugly dude. Okay, let's just call it what it is. It's a big ugly dude. <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's
1: a, yeah. A hefty. It's a hefty ugly dude. He's like a and D player. Is,
0: my my theory on it is is that yes, it's the fat ugly dude <laughs> who could never you know pick up a girl in school. So he, he concocts this great idea that says, hey, why don't I just go live with 30 women? And, you know, he's probably watched Animal House and he's probably watched, you know, Porky's and he's watched all these movies. And he said, oh, I get to, you know, uh, Revenge of the Nerds. And this is how these sorority sisters act. What a great way for me to be in. Because, again, think about this. It's a... A trans person that did not go fully through with the uh, the process mm-hmm. and is getting visually aroused by it—that means he's a dude. He's just a guy. Like if I was if, if I went to go live in a sorority house right now and you know going off of all the movies that I said, you know they're having pillow fights and they're you know sitting there showering in a group. Like yeah, I'm gonna have a boner. It is what it is. So I think that this is more of a uh, a. Case of opportunity. Mm-hmm. He had the opportunity to squeeze in, and now this is my other thought on it. One, what kind of backbone do these places have where they just don't go like, no, we're just we are sorority sisters, you know, bonded by blood, you know, and blood inside of blood is you know chromosomes, which show an X and a Y or X and an X. I would I would use that as my defense to not allow him in. Here's the fact that they let him in. Okay. And the fact that they proceeded to, and granted, I understand you can't always be prim and proper. You know what I mean? Like, they have a communal shower, obviously, because probably everyone uses it. So, yeah, but, like, I would take every effort if I got, if I was in this and I voted against this guy or whatnot, I would cover myself up. I would not be doing anything. Like, I would almost, I'd probably transfer out of that sortie and try to go to a different one just because I wouldn't want to have that. Opportunity for him, uh, female, being a
1: female. So, um, what I think is um, one of two things. One, they have some kind of quota where it's like you gotta have to be a sorority here. You have to have X, Y, and Z amount of members that are, quote unquote, minority. Um, you if anyone of a trans Thing applies. You gotta take them. That's number one. Other option is this is gonna get us so much attention if we take this trans person in. Uh, it's gonna we're gonna get uh, um, the shrapnel, so to speak, of uh, if they ever do like a news story about this. Like, oh, we we accepted them, and you know we don't see that. We don't see him as a boy. He's a he's a girl now, and we accepted him. I think it's one of those two things why the sorority took him her
2: in. And,
0: and you know what? Maybe even going off of that, that there is a quote of this and that. You see how colleges are now? They're they're indoctrination camps. So they probably are fucking. At, this is a wet dream for them. Oh, we can have a we can have a trans sorority sister. We'll let them have extra perks where you know they
2: aren't going to get put on double secret probation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they throw a wild party. Well, someone might look the other way because, oh, wow, they're inclusive.
0: You know, we have to add all these fucking stupidities to it. So I I think that could even be a situation that got roped into this.
1: Okay, yeah. But but yeah, I I,
0: I find this just... I don't understand how liberals can sit there and see that this is okay. I just I, I like it just boggles my like today I was at my daughter's swim meet okay I'm watching them swim and there's a few good girls on the team like really good like they're gonna make they've already made sections this and that mm-hmm. and I'm looking at their numbers and I go when I was in high school I would smoke all of them like I'd beat them both but, like even their best girl I would beat by a few seconds mm-hmm. it's like so say if I was a boy on the team and, and I wasn't I wasn't the greatest on the team. I was a midpacker. I, I I scored points, but I wasn't an elite swimmer. I was right, probably right down the middle. But all my scores would beat all the women. So now, going on this, and I'm sure this is what that Leah Thomas or whatever the that freak's name was. Um, I sit there and say I'm a I'm the 200th best swimmer in the section, and now I go to the girl side and I become the number one swimmer. Colleges will take me. How do, how do people who believe that this is right don't look at that as going? This is completely absurd. Like I just, it it does not resonate in my head. And if I was a parent of a of a biological female. Like, say if I was on the team, and now the best swimmer that's on the team, if I was her parents, I'd be freaking out, going, this girl, this guy is going to get a, a girl scholarship that could be taken away from my daughter. Of course. I don't, I just don't understand how they don't see this.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm with you. I, I, like, we talked about this a year ago, or two years ago, wherever it was, about uh, who you just said, that the guy became a woman and competed in... Uh, swimming in college, and he blew everyone away. <laughs> uh, this is where this whole... One of the things that this there's got to be some kind of a line drawn here. Like you... like it, 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 It's... It's like putting a trans female boxer into a ring with a female. He's an annihilator. There's got to be a line somewhere where this is like, okay, listen... You could change, but whatever you were born as, that's what you got to compete as. Unless, like, you just like kind of no, because
0: kinda... no, no, this is what they'll say. They'll say, now, when you give birth, you can sit there and not pick a child's gender.
1: Oh, I
2: know. To me, <laughs> it,
0: should, to me it should be what chromosomes you have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then you can't. No matter what hormones, what operations, nothing will change that. Right. And again. It's just—it's so frustrating because it's always—and I'm sorry—but it's dickhead men that try to fucking invade women's sports. You don't see a, a like the the best girl on our team isn't trying out for the boys' team, saying she's trans. She's right. staying as a girl. So why is it only boys are going down to um girl sports? Why aren't girls going to guy sports?
1: Because they—they because they because they. Girls know that they, they'll get destroyed. That's probably why that's why I think.
0: That's the thing. Why aren't politicians who love this and liberal parents who love this? Why aren't they pushing it the other way? They I, never I don't would.
1: know. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good question.
0: Because you know, I'm a I'm a five foot nine girl on the boys' basketball team. I'm the shortest guy on the team. Yeah, but I'm a center on my girls' team. Hmm. Like it's just it's, it's fucked up that way And I, I hate it now Because like my girls Are competing in High school sports Which Granted they, they have to Improve a lot But they are both Also younger But if they could ever Get a partial scholarship And now I'm getting fucked out of that Because some fucking guy Who's a dickhead Wants to sit there And play girl I My kids get fucked I just yeah. I, it, it just It boggles my mind Yeah but, they're, they're so far, they're having a good year, so we'll see how it goes.
1: Good. I mean, I, could, I mean, you could really kind of... That goes for... In wrestling, in AEW, there's a trans man who is a woman now, and he wrestles in... Or she wrestles in the women's division. <laughs> she hasn't been on in a while, I don't think. I forget her name, but it's... Uh, I mean, wrestling's different, I guess. Because <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's not legit, but... It's uh, it, it yeah. It, it's it's in everything, I guess. So again, even where's that, that, Where's the lines
0: drawn? Like, I look at Rhea Ripley. At the last uh, pay per view, she put Kevin Owens through that the half wall there. Mm-hmm. She's you know, uh, she like body slammed Dragon Lee the other night on NXT. Like, but then they do kid gloves the other way, like where a guy could hit her, they don't.
1: Right. And yeah. It,
0: there's like and that's my thing like i'm waiting for her to get knocked out the first time well then that guy will be my hero
1: they should i mean they did that stuff in the attitude era guys are like putting women through the tables all the time yeah. uh, i just don't understand why they don't do that now it's 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 such a it's such a weird thing cuz it's like they want equality right women yeah. want to be as as which is understandable but if it goes one way, it's got to go the other way, mm-hmm. you know. Like you can't hit me, and I and 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 I would never hit. But that's the thing. Like, I would never hit. I would never hit a woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but in in terms of like wrestling, like it should be equal. So that makes. Yeah. I'm not making any sense. I'm, I know I'm rambling, but I, I'm trying to
2: walk no, the line no, I, here. I totally
0: get what you're saying, but then you have. Like the, the I'll use this because I know it's true. Because um, I don't know what goes on with women's soccer if it's held by the same thing. But the NBA and the WNBA are owned by the same company, mm-hmm. the NBA. All these women are complaining. Oh, we're not getting paid enough. We're not getting paid enough. Well, you're equal. You're in an equal league. Its ownership is the same conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Why don't these women sit there and say to the men, you know, instead of you making two hundred million dollars on your contract? Only make $100 million so that we can get some of the shares. That's what's funny. They, they won't say that. They'll, they'll never say that. Well, Because at the end of the day, when it comes to liberalism, unless you're a really hardcore idiot, like a, like a communist, even, you know, all these uh, actors and all these uh, singers and all these celebrities, they're all capitalists at heart.
2: Mm-hmm. They're all capitalists. Right. You know. Oh, I'm I'm making a movie. I
0: demand eighteen thousand. Well, that person got eighteen thousand. I deserve twenty thousand. It's all about that. They all set up. You know. They hate capitalism. Yet they. You know. Oh. <coughs> Excuse me. I have a wine company. I have a energy drink line. I have a this. I have a. You know. I'm on QVC. I'm on this. They're they're, they're selling everything. I mean, you watch a, a football game. Every commercial break, there's a one of the athletes is in a commercial.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They're all sponsored by Hertz and Domino's Pizza and, and and all this shit. So they're all capitalists. All and that's what that's what infuriates me about liberals. At the end of the day, you are a capitalist, whether you like it or not. Because honestly, money makes the world go round. It does. And it's just it, I just I, I I the glaring thing today is the hypocrisy of the left. But I I don't know. I just I, it just gets me it gets me all fired up.
1: Hey, I'm with you, man.
0: But uh, we dabbled into uh, wrestling a little. Mm-hmm. And we'll, uh, we'll talk about uh, someone who's anti-establishment, I guess you could say. And that would be uh, CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Now, he, I kind of stopped watching AEW. I, I just, it was so much that I was watching that I didn't, I didn't really get into it. But I was watching a little bit when he came back and he was with uh, that initial team mdt or what the
1: hell it was ftr ftr yeah yeah so
0: i uh i stopped watching but you you might have a little more insight on this
1: so i don't really watch aew regularly like i'll watch like the pay-per-views um but i'm with like it's just so much wrestling um so basically so this has been going on for about a year so cm punk came back two years ago it was a really big deal First year he was fine. Um, then last year at All Out, back I guess after the, the event was over, there was a, a fight between CM Punk and the Elite, which is the Young Bucks and um, Kenny Omega. Like this big fight backstage, they had to do a big investigation. Legit fight. Legit fight. Um, this guy, Ace Steel, who was like CM Punk's, like, I guess a good friend of his throughout like the years. He used to wrestle in Ring of Honor with CM Punk. He got fired. Um, so for months and months, no one knew if he was CM Punk was even going to come back. Um, finally, in June, they um, they create this new show on Saturdays called uh, what's uh, Collision, and the rumor was that they kind of gave him this show. To keep away from, like, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega To kind of keep them separate So, he comes back um, He makes, he calls out Hangman Adam Page Hangman Adam Page Calls him out when he wasn't there Which was, like, completely off script Um, So that was, like, kind of, like Well, I don't know, like, kind of immature So fast forward, anyway, to, like, a couple weeks ago And Luke Perry's son, Jack Perry, I guess the rumor was backstage was he wanted to use real glass for one of his segments. Everyone kind of was trying to talk him out of it. I guess CM Punk finally said, like, uh, we don't do that shit around here, blah, blah, blah. So then the pay-per-view comes and Jack Perry puts someone through a window or something. And he goes to the, um, he goes into the camera, he goes, I use real glass, Crimea river. Uh, goes backstage, gets into a fight with CM Punk, legit fight, that had to be broken up by a number of people, um, almost didn't go out for his match, and, you know, the event's over, they do another investigation, and they end up firing CM Punk and putting Jack Perry like on an indefinite hiatus. So, it really, it's just like this weird thing. Like, it, it, it's, you know, when he left WWE about almost 10 years ago now, like, a lot of people kind of took his side in it, um, but if you ever listen to, like, interviews with Triple H, like, he would kind of be like, you know, like, he was, he was like kind of a loner, like, he always had an attitude about him, um, just like, he always had, like a chip on his shoulder, comes back. It's again, like I said, it's this big thing, and like here we are, two years later, now he's gone again, (laughs) and it just and a lot of people now turning on him. It's just like because he's just full of drama. This guy, he's a toxic employee, a toxic individual, and now who knows? It's it's a bizarre situation. I uh I was never a big fan of his. I, I always thought he kind of came off like whiny. Um so I don't know.
0: because yeah, I missed him during his whole WWE run. Yeah, and it was it was
1: it was good for a couple years. Like he was he became champion. He had this thing called the pipe bomb, which he kind of just like just laid over the WWE and it, it was it was a big moment. Um like he won the championship, he held it for like over a year, which at the time was a really big deal because up and I think Diesel was the last one to hold it a year, and at that point it was uh, almost fifteen years. Um, so I had a decent run, but but he left like he uh, he he walked out pretty much. Um, I guess he I don't know what it was. I don't know what caught, it was something along the lines of like they weren't pushing like the younger guys or something like that, and he walked off. Um, he it just kind of sucks because he's gonna go down now as like a controversial figure in wrestling, almost like an Ultimate Warrior kind of thing. Someone who like w- didn't get his way would just take his kind of ball and go home, or just create problems. So it would be a
0: dark side of the ring, no, no doubt.
1: There uh, probably who knows. It, it, he just I think coming back really just kind of tarnished his image. Where if he stayed away, he kind of he would have been like a martyr. I guess, like he stood up for something, he left the big, you know, the big industry, the big company wrestling organization, and he comes back to all his, now he, he comes back to all his fanfare, and it, it's now just going to be remembered as shit. Um, it's kind of like Jordan, <laughs> in a way, not saying he's anywhere near Jordan's category, um, but like, you know. Retired on top, and then came back for two years, and no one really remembers those two years at the Wizards. They remember as Jordan came back, and he was okay. But if he left when he did, I think his, uh, his legacy is still amazing. But for CM Punk, if he just kind of, you know, I'm done with wrestling, I think uh, I think he'd be viewed a little better. But So who knows? Now there's talk that he might come back to WWE, so who knows?
0: Do you think he would ever make it into the Hall of Fame? Or
1: do you think he burnt I, that bridge? Um, no, I don't. You see, like, you know, like, you want to say they burnt that bridge, but, like, how many guys do you remember them, come like, coming back? Like, I always thought Hogan burned his bridge, but he came back. Bret Hart was probably the biggest one. I didn't think I'd ever see him on WWF ever again, and he ended up coming back. Um, so I don't think he burnt the bridge. I think that Vince McMahon always said, like, I'll, I'll, um, What'd he say? Uh, you know, like, anything can happen. Remember that? He used to always say that. And he, he always yeah. do what's best for business. So he might not like the guy, but if this guy is going to create revenue and draw more fans and, and create more money, then fuck it, bring it back. But sometimes some people are just not worth all that trouble. And I think and, and this proves that.
0: how you say that about Vince McMahon. You know, you always hear stories that he's a scumbag and he's this and he's that. But I think the opposite. Again, he is a businessman. Me too.
1: And that's... Yeah, go ahead.
0: And what he's done when... uh, Granted, the steroid thing was there. But when it came... When he finally maybe saw that he wasn't going to get away with it or that there were repercussions, he changed his ways. He set up this drug policy. Right. You know, anyone who gets caught with... Who wants to go to rehab, he pays for it all. He's, He's done, I think, a lot for wrestlers. More so than... Maybe professional sports. Oh yeah, that set up by the players' associations.
1: You you rarely hear uh, all the hate on Vince McMahon comes online.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like oh he he stuck in with a stupid gimmick, and you know John Moxley talks. Sh- I, that's why I don't like John Moxie. I hate when someone leaves somewhere and just like bashes the place they just were at. Um, and so whenever like when he first came to AEW, he, he talked a lot of shit. About about WWE and Vince McMahon, but then you look at Brian Danielson, who came over and he goes, listen, he goes, I have no, he goes, I have nothing bad to say about that company or Vince. Like I loved Vince, um, they treated me well, they treated my wife well. Like and the, the the main reason he left is because he couldn't do his full arsenal of moves because they they he retired with a because con- he was getting concussion after concussion and they kind of forced him into retirement. But they kept him around, um, so he finally comes back. But they didn't want him doing certain things because they were they were scared that this guy was going to get another concussion and die. <laughs> so they had good and same thing with um, like uh, she called Soraya now, but they wouldn't pass her because her neck sucks. She's a terrible. She broke her neck and uh, yeah. she's technically retired. So they come to this new one where like they have probably flimsy doctors and, okay, yeah, you're good to go. And, but back to what I was saying, like, I, I, I don't like to bite the hand that feeds you kind of thing. Like, it just, it's just immature in my opinion, and it's, it's just, uh, just, I don't like it. So, to answer your question, I think there might be a chance that he comes back, um, especially now that that, that merger went through, um, that uh, went through the other day. That's another thing. Like uh, T- uh, UFC and WWE are now under one banner as TKO. So it's no longer owned by Vince McMahon, which is really weird. Um,
0: yeah, I didn't. See, I didn't watch raw because so didn't they do something there?
1: I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch it either. Um, I was gonna try and like maybe watch like highlights this weekend or something. But it's it, it's it's. We never lived in a world where he didn't own it. And now he now he doesn't know He's still on the, the board So he's involved But Yeah, they're like part of this big company now And uh, But Anyway So CM Punk has a really good relationship with UFC So they're saying now There might be uh, There might be a chance So But uh, Going to Hall of Fame I think I think I think he will I think he will I think it won't be for a long time But I think he will eventually
0: Okay. Now, with this merger, I'm not a big uh, fan of having this. I, I like, I mean, it, they're under one banner. As long as they let the WWE continue to do what they do without really interfering, I think it'll stay the, its course. But I think if they ever start meddling, that's just going to be the downfall of it. And you see it all the time with stuff.
1: Well, what I've read is that they're not. there's not going to really be meddling. They're, they're, they're keeping them separate. But they're together, almost like the WNBA and the NBA. <laughs> Bring it back to that. They, you know, they, they're under one banner, but they are separate companies. Um. Now I don't know what this means for, um, like a, like, a, like a um backstage kind of thing. Like I can't imagine them having two teams of like editing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So. That stuff might change. I don't think in front of the camera you'll see too many changes. But I I could be very wrong on that. I I guess time will tell. But from everything I read, like, Triple H is still head of creative. um, And most of that down the ladder is going to be okay. But it might just be, like, the the behind-the-camera shit. Like, uh, from, from like, the tech uh, point of view, that might change.
0: I just hope, like... I like I like having it on Peacock, and that's one of the main reasons why I have Peacock.
1: That might I, go, you know,
0: because UFC I think has their own. I don't know if they do. They have like a maybe their own streaming channel. Yeah, I don't know how the pay work. I don't watch all
1: that. I don't so either. That it
0: doesn't fuck it over.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh. I definitely could see it being. I I could see it leaving Peacock. And going to back to what it used to be, like it. It used to be like the WWE, the network it was called. Um, I could see that happening. They get once their contract is over with Peacock, they get which would suck because this is the second time now this this would move, um, and then you're paying for something else. Yeah. Um. And I like I use Peacock for other stuff besides wrestling, so I, that's tough for me because like I don't think I would cancel that. And now I'm like, am I going to pay ten dollars more a month now to watch wrestling? So it's it's just kind of it's just more wear and tear in my wallet. (laughs) So, but I I hope it doesn't either. But I think it probably will eventually. I think it will. All right.
0: Yeah. So. I got a question for you, actually. Okay. (laughs) Well, it's more of a why hasn't it been done yet? Okay. And would you do it if it was available? Alright. Okay, it's kind of like, uh. Like you sponsor someone, okay?
1: Like, like, a, like an I alcoholic? Know that
0: you are, <laughs> I know that you're incarcerated. Okay. I sponsor you, and. I say. The next pedophile that comes in the prison, you fuck him up, and you're gonna get $50 for commissary. I'm surprised that there hasn't been an app for that yet.
1: Well, because they don't want fights in prison.
0: Yeah, but if you're setting it up outside of
1: it, I mean, how so can you're you really... So you're pretty much just, like, hiring a, a, a convict to, to do your bidding and you're bribing them. Isn't that solicitation? I, I don't know. I don't know the legality of it. Wouldn't, you know. <laughs> <know? laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you know? Wouldn't uh, you know? Isn't that solicitation? It, 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 I'd have to read the law and see how You're paying goes. services. It's not like you're, you're paying Some guy like, to cut your lawn You're yeah, paying no,
0: But like Going back to the woman Who was getting tips You know in parentheses For sex acts On that yeah. website Yeah if It was something like that You're providing you, you provide a tip
1: Well no I, I you're wouldn't you paying
0: for someone To do it per se
1: So that's but... like Okay that's like you saying hundred bucks I know someone's coming in there I want you and your friends Whoever you got in there Fuck him up Don't yeah, you so see He's
0: a specific name
1: This is gonna lead to So many issues <laughs>
0: <laughs> but wouldn't it be funny if it was a good app? Like, what if it was be f- a legit app. Would f- Could actually do it, Would you? Would you pay for it?
1: Would I pay for the app or would I pay for the services? I have no gripe with anyone in prison <laughs> or anyone going to prison.
0: But like, say if you were, like in your in your town right there, you know, you, you find out that there's a uh, a pervert that's at the the local, you know village pool or town pool
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you know they like to prey on young children and you know maybe they were checking out your daughter and this and that and you found out about it wouldn't you be like you know what 50 bucks to have him with a black eye for you know
1: I don't know it would have to be anonymous I don't want to come back to me that's your first yeah, mistake
0: Like anonymously
1: that's your first mistake because it would eventually come back to you um, and then you get in trouble too yeah. I mean,
0: if it would was law, if it was a legal act, you
1: could th- 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 So could the combat. purge. <laughs> talking about, like, the purge. Anyway. Uh, hey, yeah, yeah. Um, what I... D- no, I would not do it. Because as much as I would like to and be tempted to, I would think of, like, the long run and think, this could come back to me. Even if it's anonymous, my credit card info's in there. Um, No. Because all it would take is, like, um, like, you remember, like, several years ago, there was that thing with Ashley Madison? Do you remember that? Like, and, like, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it got hacked, and all, and all these names, like, they listed all these names. I could see that happening, and (laughs) that's, no, I, so I, I wouldn't do it. I would not, I would not do it. I would not do it. If anything, I would take justice into my own hands, like the Punisher, and find him myself. Okay. But I wouldn't hire somebody to do it. That's that's where sh- that's 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 a lot of shit stirring right there.
0: I, I mean, I just think it would be great if it happened. I'd li- like, I don't know, or even this, like when they have a, uh, like say uh, there was a serial killer and he's put, he's going in for death, like he's going to sit on the electric chair. If they did a pay per view for that, would you pay to see it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of something else. Uh, yes I would, but I was just picturing like, can you imagine that app in the hands of like someone like Egan? Hundred bucks, kill him! <laughs> Mutilate his body. <laughs> Everything you send to me is another twenty-five bucks. <laughs> you know, like imagine that. <laughs> like
0: She'd be she'd be like a, a crackhead on that
1: app. She'd be in debt because of that app. <laughs> I love. We love you, Egan. We're we're just kidding, but for real you have
0: to give sexual favors <laughs> to all the inmates.
1: Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, I'll pay you with this. <laughs> I can just see that if that app falls in the wrong hands, forget it.
0: <laughs> but it would be hilarious. I mean, if, if it ever. I remember, guess. Like, boy, oh boy. Uh,
1: yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Crazy. Um. Okay, so uh, I did. I wanted to bring this up because it, it does lead to a very good question. So Danny Masterson, who's an actor, he was on that 70s show, he was, uh, he was on other stuff. He just got convicted for uh, two counts of rape. About, happened about 20 years ago, they said. Uh, he got sentenced to 30 years. Which is a long fucking time.
0: And he's not, like, a young guy. Like, he, it's he's, weird. like, in his 40s. So think of them as that 70s show. Yeah. Yeah, he, they're, like... They're all around 40. 40. Yeah, 50 years old.
1: Oh, yeah. So, a couple months before the conviction, I guess, uh, Ashton Kutcher and... Mule- Whoa. Sorry about that. We, uh, there was a power outage here in, uh... My neighborhood, you
0: went dark.
1: I, yeah, I did. It was, it was, it was scary. I was scared, Tom. That's why I stayed
0: on with you. I didn't want to make Thank sure no you. One stole you. I
1: you. I did feel comforting knowing that you were on the line still.
0: All right, this is so, weird. How did, how did, how I, don't did know. I stay on, or am I on your phone?
1: Well, you're on my phone, so, the, oh, so okay. yeah, you were okay. But I mean, and my computer, we could have kept going, but it was like pitch black out here. All right, so. Um, oh, so, so, as I was saying, a couple of months prior, Ashton Kutcher and his wife, Mila Kunis, uh, I guess, sent letters to the judge about, uh, Danny Masterson's character. And pretty much saying, like, he's, you know, a good father, and a good husband, and a great friend, and all this stuff. Guy gets convicted, now they come out, and, and they put a video out, which looked like they were, like, just pretty much, like, gun to their head kind of thing, saying, uh, you know, we, uh, we didn't know the real guy, and we're uh, we're really uh, sensitive toward victims of rape, and blah 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 blah. blah. So, and I was kind of like, you know, you just pretty much just really just about faced and turned on your friend, you know, and so it makes me quite like, how deep does your loyalty go to a good friend?
0: I mean i wouldn't apologize because it's something i didn't do right you know if you if this was you i can't sit there and say i'm sorry for joe because it's something he did
1: well not they're not saying sorry for him they're saying we're sorry that we supported him you know they like oh they reached out to us and we sent letters as a, as a favor pretty much backtracking what they did so if one of your friends gets convicted, of, say say rape, he got convicted of rape, and something happened 20 years ago, would you denounce that friend?
0: I don't, well, again, it dep- depends on the severity of the case. Obviously, rape is very bad. I would not, uh, I don't think I would shut him out of my life.
1: Okay. It's.
0: Because, again, there are circumstances with it. I mean, are we talking, like, a forcible... Um, see, again, because this is a tough one. Because, like, did he, like, hold her down, or did he drug her, or was she drunk?
1: They like, don't... There's, there's, they Yeah, they... Again,
0: none, of them are, none of them are right. None, you should not be taking advantage of a woman in any type of state. Absolutely not. But, like, say if... And, again, I'm not condoning this. Please don't think I'm condoning this. Mm-hmm. But say we're out at the bar... Not me and you, me and a me and a girl twenty years ago.
1: This and is hypothetically. This is a hypoth- hypothetically. Yeah.
0: She gets, she face drunk. We go back the next morning. She regrets it and calls, cries rape.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. I, I mean, it's not. To me, it's bad.
0: Again, this this is like a tough question because, especially in my book, you know, to me there's no black or white. I, I think it's wrong, but. I, when it comes to a situation like that, mm-hmm. could she make an informed decision? No, but again, who put her in that spot? Mm-hmm. She did it by drinking that much. Like again, right. I'm not saying she's wrong. It's just it's a very sticky situation. It is. But would I denounce them as a friend? I would. I would support them on the thing of hopefully getting help or rehabilitation Mm -hmm. Um, you know I would say yes we were we were friends we were this we were that you know we we went on vacation
2: together I I would be open about everything I wouldn't try to hide anything Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day if it's a crime I'd have to sit there and say I
0: don't support his actions during the crime kind of like what they did they said you know yeah he's a great guy he's a good father he's this and that but at the end of the day, he did commit a crime. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I would condone the crime, but maybe not the person, especially if this is out of character for them. But like, say if he was just a horn dog on set, you know, he was grabbing extras' asses, and you know, he displayed this. It's a little harder to um, justify it. Right. You, you kind of seen. You kind of seen the start of it. The you know where it led to. So I mean it, it, it's multi it's a very much an onion type of question. There's a it lot is.
1: of layers. It is and that's why I asked it. I, I'm not i I'm not condoning it either. Um, but what I what I'm trying to I guess get at is like basically what you said is that uh, I'm trying to put this into good words. Like don't you're denounce you're right, denounce the crime, but don't denounce the friend. Yes. You know, like, and Unless
0: people he's and a complete scumbag, and you know exactly. Yeah, but like, it's kind of it puts in the question why you're friends with him.
1: That that too, but he could be a different guy behind closed doors. For right now, you know, we don't know. We all don't know each other a hundred percent.
0: Not 100 percent.
1: Yeah, 100%, 100%. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Um mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought, uh, just basically, I, I kind of was like, but it, I, the, I guess the point I'm trying to make is is that I feel like you have to, you have to, in terms of the media of the spotlight, it's like you have to denounce them, otherwise you're lumped in with them, and the same thing happened a couple years ago with uh, James Franco. He got like some women came out and said, "Oh, he uh, sexually harassed me," but then Seth Rogen turns around and goes, "Yeah, we're not friends anymore" because of that. It's like, well, one, like, this is your best friend for, say, 20 years. And two, like, what if the, what if, and I'm not saying anyone is here, but what if these women against James Franco are lying? You know, like, maybe they hit on him and he rejected them. You don't know. Yeah, I mean, unless you have, and I in this Danny Masterson thing, they never really came out with details. But a lot of people said it must have been concrete because it was a it was a jury that convicted them. Yeah. So there must have been something so damn damning there, like this this hard evidence where like every one of them were like, yeah, that this is there's there's no doubt in my mind he's guilty. So that's a that's a different case, but like I don't I just don't really think. Um, like I don't know how far I would it would have to go for like I I consider myself pretty loyal. You'd have to like do something really fucked up, you know.
0: All right, good. So now I know where I can
1: just well you you don't know where you don't know what that line is for me. <laughs> it it could be you know taking a poop in my yard. Once, We're done. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast over. I, don't know, I just was—I was just thinking about it. And I, I kind of was like, I, I see why they're doing it, but it's like, do they really mean it? You know, like, are they saying it because their publicist told them, like, you better put out these fires, or are they like, well, you know, he kind of fucked up here, like, I'm gonna drop him for real. Yeah, I,
0: like, are they—are they ever gonna go visit him in prison? Like, what that's what I mean.
1: Do? Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, I don't know. I just kind of. I was thinking of that. So, um, I have one more story. And I actually thought it was a nice story. I know you. I know you're going to go off and spin it a whole different way. So, I guess uh, President Biden went to Vietnam. Oh, uh, <laughs> here we go. Um, while he was there, he went to the. And I didn't even know this existed there, but apparently there was a John McCain memorial there. Um, who was a uh, Republican candidate against Obama? His first term, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Um, he died a couple years ago from cancer, and I guess Joe Biden and John McCain were really good friends. And you know, Biden when he goes, you know, I really—he was a really good guy. He was a really good friend. I really miss him. And you, there was there's pictures, and you could see he's actually like broken up about it. So,
0: he was talking about ice
1: cream. One of his <laughs> maybe. Jokes. Oh, oh see, I don't know. You're maybe. Really good maybe he was. But anyway, so they, they talked to like you know they always have like these insiders and they said they uh, they were really good friends. They, they go they did not agree whatsoever on politics, but they never let that come between them on a personal level. And. I was like, you know, like that's actually like there's it, something really sweet about that. Like, I mean, and you can you could bash Biden all day long, and we have plenty of times on here, but I did I, I I liked that because it's like okay, like it's like saying you like chocolate ice cream and I like vanilla ice cream, and we're both so passionate about that, but we're still friends. Like, okay, so we don't this we don't agree on one thing, but we love football and we love going to the mall and walking around 700 times without buying anything and we have all these other interests in common and that overpowers the stuff we don't like about each other and I just, I'm like you know I wish that was more of the case because I feel like if someone finds out you voted for Trump it's like oh racist, asshole piece of shit and it's like you don't want to talk to them Mm -hmm. and I, I hate that like, I, I, I shouldn't, like, who I voted for shouldn't define me. I, I, like, a million other things besides who I vote, besides the person I voted for. But you don't want to talk to me because I wrote on a piece of paper, I, I checkmarked Donald Trump's name eight years ago. It just, I, I really feel like people can learn from this and maybe try to be a little more accepting. And that can go both ways. You know, like, I'll admit, like, if I hear someone is, like, has liberal views, I kind of, I'm kind of like, eh, all right. Like, uh, but, like, I don't, I really try not to, like, put that in the forefront. Um, I do it a lot with celebrities because I feel like they're just, like, cramming it down your throat and it makes me, like, just not like them. But on a personal matter, I think it's something that we can all, well, like I said, learn from.
0: I. Know, I, I... Surprisingly enough, I will agree with you. And okay. I think maybe a um, fundamental groundwork for a relationship like that should be, listen, we will never
2: talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, once we're out, and with them being work colleagues,
0: once we're outside of these walls, we don't talk about it. We can go at each other fucking tooth and nail in there. At the end of the day, when we walk out, we shake hands, and we don't talk about it again. We bring up, you know, baseball, we bring up... You know, my kid rode his bike for the first time. Whatever it is, right. I have no problem with that. Uh, the only other thing is, with a situation like that, I know, like, I don't know if I could control myself because there's something just came out in the news. Like, say if I worked for uh, Ford Motor Company and you worked for Chevy, mm-hmm. we'll just use that as an example. Okay. And something <laughs> bad happened with Ford. Like, would you sit there and try to say like, Hey, yeah, this is a reason why you shouldn't have done that, or? Or even this. You you your course like I'm Bud Light. You come to me and say, Hey man, that Dylan Mulvaney fucking thing was not a smart move. Like would you like would you think that's acceptable or would you just say totally no comments outside of our disagreements come outside of these walls?
1: I would never I wouldn't bring I wouldn't bring it up unless you did. Okay. I would I would avoid it. Um I'd probably ask you what happened. Um but I would never no, I, I wouldn't bring it up. I wouldn't. Bring, again, like only if you did, and you wanted to talk about it. Um. Yeah, that's 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 my answer to that question. I just find it funny. And, and another one was uh like uh George W. Bush and Michelle Obama. I guess are like they're like good friends. Um, and it I, it, it makes me laugh because it's just kind of like I feel like we take. And not not me and you. I mean, like we, as in um, the citizens of America, take politics way more seriously than the actual politicians do. Like they see, like listen, I believe this and this, and they believe that and that. And you know, he's he could be he's right where he believes that. So, who cares? Like, but this is what I represent. If you want to vote for me, vote for me. But I don't hate him because he he is against abortion.
0: at the end of the day especially we'll use politicians as the example here I think that their number one credo or you know essence of being a politician is to stay in power right that's why you don't have people so I think that they laugh at us how we get crazy like this they because at the end of the day they're still getting their paycheck they -hmm. can care less what goes on here in my opinion
1: oh yeah you know it's, I think it's you know it, it looks good for camera. It's it's all a dog and pony show, and at the end of the day, they walk out and they light their big
0: cigars and they drink their martinis at the bar together. They're 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 a, a cohesive unit with a little bit of sandpaper on the on the treads. All
1: right, there, and it and that can resonate with anything. Like mostly sports. <clears throat> like I remember, uh, I, I hate the Red Sox. I hate I hate the Red Sox. But if you ever watch like, when before like a Yankee Red Sox games, they're all intermittent. They're like all like talking to each other. Like some guys are friends with other guys. We created the rivalry. I mean, and maybe years ago there there was a lot of bad blood, but like, for the most part, like the players don't give a shit. <laughs> they really don't give a shit. They're collecting paychecks. They don't care. They're friends with the, a Red Sox or a Met or uh, whoever. We hate that team, and we created this. So it's 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 just it just it's it just shows you like as a society like we just have to hate somebody.
0: Oh, it's under, even this. I'll use your example. Um, I think during last Thanksgiving, there's both the Islanders and the Rangers have Russian goalies. They grew up together,
2: like they played throughout juniors together, like they were teammates on Team Russia. Mm-hmm. Everything
0: they. And this Thanksgiving, um, I don't know who invited who over, but they had Thanksgiving dinner together.
1: Okay, and are that's the nice. These rivals, right?
0: Yeah. And I think in the battlefield that is the hockey rink, if they had to fight, they would fight each other. Mm-hmm. And we would love it as fans because I hate this guy. You, I love this guy. You have that rivalry. Correct. Yeah. Uh. And that's it. If he went and played for the Canadians,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and They spent Thanksgiving together. No one would even. No one would care. It would just be like a feel-good story. Mm -hmm. But because they're together, there was heat with it. Yeah, and that's really what it comes down
1: to. Yeah, it's something that we as fans created, and it's and it's not even something really. Well, for me, it didn't happen. Like the, I mean, Rangers Islanders. That's been going on for what? Probably since like the Islanders came around. So seventies. We weren't even alive to see, so like this is something that's just passed on, through like generation to generation. Like you like this team, you hate that team.
0: Oh, I hate the Yankees.
1: Right, but kind of. But here's the thing: why? But why do you hate the Yankees?
0: Uh, oh, it's twofold. One, I thought when we were growing up, they were winning a lot of championships, and a lot of those championships were. Um, like, a stacked team, and I just hate, like, I hated individuals on the team, I hated that, and then, obviously, them being opposite
1: the Mets. Right, because they're they're crosstown rivals. Yeah. But it, it, but did you hate the Yankees in 1991, or 92, or
0: 93? I never liked Jeter. uh,
1: But Jeter wasn't on the team, then. I'm asking you, as a kid, because I, as a kid, hated the Mets, because... My dad <laughs> told me to hate the Mets. Do you, do you know? I'm, do you see where I'm coming from here? I mean, and I his dad was that. a Yankee fan, and you know, so it kind of passes down. Now, the Yankees and Mets—nothing ever happened between those two teams. They're in totally different leagues. They just play in the same city. There's no real like rivalry, like Boston Yankees. There's a like fights throughout like the early two thousands and the seventies. So there's a little more justification to that one. But for the most part, it's like, it's just cross town rivals. They just happen to play in the same city, and you're programmed by, if your dad is a Mets fan, that's the, we don't like the Yankees. You get drilled, that's, you get, right? Am I right? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, well, Maybe not your dad, dad my but. My
0: dad wasn't a Mets fan. My
1: dad was a Boston fan. Okay, but I'm not really meaning you, you per se. I you have
0: that hatred for the Yankees based off of that.
1: Okay, well, there you go, yeah. There you go. So they that you just you just kind of set my example. Yeah. It gets passed on to you. That I I just and the same thing goes yeah, with politics.
0: I, I, I can get that absolutely. Um, but again, like I said, I think that if I had to, getting back to the original thing of the uh, the oatmeal brains in the office and uh, John McCain, like I could be civil with someone and. Even this right now, the uh, new job that I'm working in, it is a very liberal company. Right. Very liberal. And people know what I did in the past, so they can see where what side of probably the political aisle I'm on.
2: Okay.
0: And I just kind of said to them, like, listen, we're not going to talk politics, because we're, we're, we're never going to see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people that will, uh, you know like, talking about the trans thing, if they're like, nope, it should 100% happen. then I would get, like, I would get tuned up and eventually get to the point of probably yelling. (laughs) Okay. So, like, I just kind of said to everyone there, I'm like, listen, we're not, we're not, we're not going to do, uh, we're not going to talk politics. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So. Okay. I just avoid it.
1: Well, and and that's how it should be. Should Mm -hmm. be, you know, like, you just... You know, they always say you don't talk about religion, politics, and I think there was something else in there. Uh, You just don't... Sex? (laughs) You just don't talk about those things, because everyone has their own opinion about it. And if their opinion doesn't match up to yours at a certain point, then it's like you kind of, like, denounce them. And I just think it's... I think it's silly. I, I think, uh... Yeah, I just think it's, it's ridiculous. Well, yeah. There's a lot of deep thinking on this podcast, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wind this down here. You can follow us on X, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bulls in the Ring. You could also find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button. Rate and review us so other people can find us. Her, no! And as usual, anything like the ad?
0: Yes. Uh, I am officially four weeks away from retirement. Officially. Officially.
1: Congrat—well, almost congratulations. You're, you're winding down, <laughs> like us. Yes.
0: Yeah, so then, uh, then I'll be able to talk a little more freely about everything.
1: Oh, and I'm gonna so. I'm gonna open you up like a like a tin can. Yes A sardine <laughs> one With the roller on we it You know it <laughs> Alright Well until next time I am Joe I am Tom And we'll see you next time Right here on Bulls in the Ring There
2: she goes
0: again Not the masquerade Fogs her come dead She'll fuck you just for the I just wish that I could reply